welcome everybody to the Frivolous Podcast, episode six. I'm your host, Jacob. Excited to be here, excited to be back uh, for the solo episode, third ever solo episode, so I'm excited about it, I guess. I mean, I feel like the solo episodes are easier and harder in different ways. Um, it's easier in the fact that my editing is a lot less, it takes a lot less time to edit because there's less footage and there's l- technically less mess ups, I guess, and there's less I have to cut. Uh, I don't have to make room for stuff as opposed to when I'm interviewing somebody, I have all these questions and sometimes I have to cut stuff to leave room for, so it's not like a two hour podcast or whatever, but it's also harder because it's hard to just think about stuff to talk about with yourself in a room alone. And that's, uh, always interesting. That's just, I mean, literally sitting here, going to be talking to a camera slash myself for the next 45 minutes to an hour. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of insane to think about. But here we are. We're here, and we're doing it. So that's all that matters. Uh, I appreciate all the support we've been getting on the first five episodes. It's been really cool. I'm If you're still listening on episode six, I appreciate it. If you're just discovering this podcast on episode six, welcome. Uh, you know, we got a lot of work to do to get to where I want to be, like uh, production-wise and like quality-wise. But other than that, I'm actually pretty excited about how things have been. There's a few, been a few hiccups here and there with the technical difficulties a few episodes ago, and then last episode there were some echo issues. Issues? Or issues? Issues, not issues. But other than that, uh, it's actually it's actually been pretty good, and I, I think I fixed the echoing issue. Uh, I think I fixed the audio tracks in my recording software, so we will find out next episode. I obviously can't test it right now because I don't have anybody to record with, and that's okay. But yeah, I'm super excited to be back here. I don't, honestly, I'll be honest, I don't have a lot to talk about. I'm going to, you know, do what I can to make this 45 minutes to an hour, and hopefully I'll go on some tangents and I'll think of some things that, you know, along the way, but I was trying to think of stuff to talk about, and I'm really struggling. You know, I've been trying to think the past, like, three or four days about what to talk about, and it's been really, really difficult. I don't know why, but... You know, I just can't think of anything to talk about with myself. When I'm interviewing somebody, there's so many topics because I can, you know, ask them questions. I've even already asked other, you know, guests because they'll have different answers because they have different opinions on things. But when it's just me, it's like, all right, you kind of have to steer away from some of the things you've talked about because if you continue to talk about the same things over and over and over, people already know your opinions on it. So it's like, all right, why are we still talking about this? So... We'll see how it goes. Uh, I do have, like I said, I do have some stuff written down, but I have like five things, and I thought of most of them yesterday, and I'm sorry, but I'm trying. I promise you I'm trying. It's not a lack of effort. Um, I have had a, I did have a busy week at work last week, uh, but work is actually winding down, and like, I'm, I'm done, I'm done working in like four weeks, or maybe, maybe five, I don't know, but I'm super excited about that, like, incredibly excited about that. I'll be on summer break. What goes on from there is, you know, a big question mark, as we've talked about a few episodes ago, but it's, you know, we'll see. And it's kind of exciting to it, for it to be unknown and to not know, but it's also, like, incredibly nerve-wracking and anxiety-inducing because it's like, I want to know. And when you don't have control, really, of that, it's, that's the worst part. That's really what causes the anxiety is because you're like, I can't control this, so I have to deal with whatever happens, and, and that's that's it. Like, that's the consequence. Uh, it's like, I mean, I know, like I've talked about before, I can, it's up to me, like to apply to jobs and to try to get a job that I like and to choose the job that I like, but it's, it's so hard. And there's so many choices in between there and there, like, you know, it's like, do I apply to this job? Do I apply to that job? Like, would I actually like this job? Then even if you get an interview and you get the job, you're like, would I actually like this job? Like, there's so many things. Cause you can, you can literally get a job, nail the job interview and get the job and then, go to an interview or not go to an interview, go to like your first day or whatever to like do your paperwork. And you can be like, this is not for me. I've actually been in that situation before. Before I started working at the school I'm working at now, I, I had a job opportunity to, uh, be like a caregiver almost, I guess that would be the word for it. Uh, That's not what they called it, but it's essentially what it was, but I didn't know that's what the job was. So I was under the impression I was going to be doing something different like I was going to be like talking and helping with helping people with like disabilities and stuff which I thought was really cool and obviously I just had graduated college I was like yeah you know this is perfect for my psychology degree this is going to really like help help my resume and it's going to help me learn a lot 
And then I go in and then like I'm filling out the paperwork and it's talking about, you know, like how I'm going to have to be like taking care of them, like bathing them and like wiping their butts and stuff, which I will say there's nothing wrong with that. Like I have nothing like I'm not like making fun or judging people that do that because that's incredibly hard work and I respect that immensely. But I was like, hey, that's not what I want to do. You know, I was like, I went to four years of college and I don't want to that's not what I want to do with my psychology degree. I want to like do something actually using it which I would have used it obviously but I was like this is not what I want to do and this is not what I thought it was going to be so literally I, I, like, I was there filling out the paperwork and I was like all right you know and then they're like it was I don't want to say it was unprofessional but like they were I'm there filling out paperwork and they're like do you want to pick up this shift tomorrow and I was like what are you talking about? no they they actually asked me they were like do you like do you want to stay till like 11 and kind of and, and work today and I was like what are you talking about I was like I just was planning on doing paperwork and you're going to you're asking me to do all that like that's weird like I get and I get that they just desperately needed people but I was just like that's like I'm not prepared for an eight-hour shift today I'm just I was mentally prepared to do some paperwork and then go from there and you're expecting me to just like hop right in I was like that's kind of a lot of pressure and then they asked me if I wanted to start like the next day and I was like what is happening like why why are we so like gung-ho here like give me give me some breathing room okay because a new job is scary for the, for most people. I mean, it can just be nerve-wracking. Even if it's something like you've wanted to do your whole life, it's like, all right, I got to meet new people. I got to meet a new boss. I got new rules, new this, new that. And you got to get used to it and figure everything out. And obviously, that is stressful. So I was just like, oh, okay. And like I was freaking out. I didn't stay like the eight hours that day. I was like, no, I got stuff to do, even though I didn't. But I was like, you're not going to just like, ma- like make me stay. I mean – I was like, I, I want to go home. Like, I was planning on being here for, like, an hour just doing paperwork. I wasn't expecting you to offer me a whole eight-hour shift. And I was just like, what the heck? So, yeah, I was on my drive home. I was just, like, the entire time I was just, like, stressed and anxious. I was like, this is not what I want it to be. Like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And this is not at all what I want it to be. And I just – I don't know if I can do this. And I, and I would have been working, like, insane hours. I would have, like, not seen my fiancé at all, who was just my girlfriend at the time. But I I would have not seen her, like, I would have seen her, but not nearly as much as I would have liked to. I would have been tired. The hours would have been insane. I would have been working a ton, which, don't get me wrong, I love some shmoney, okay? I love making that shmoney. But I'm not not trying to work, like, 60-hour weeks while, like, I'm waking up at 3 in the morning or whatever, working till 3 in the morning. So I was like, you know, I'm going to... So I just, I told them, I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't, it's not for me. And like, I felt really bad about it, but it all worked out. I got the job at the school and there are days that I really like it. And there are days that I really don't like it. And that's honestly, that sums up working in education right there. Some days, sometimes maybe good. <laughs> uh, no, but some days are really good. Some days just aren't. And uh, that's, like I said, that's just how it goes. And it's because you're working with a lot of different variables because each kid is a variable. So if if one a couple of kids are having a bad day or they're acting out, it just can make your your whole day difficult. Uh, but you know, like like I've said before, I do I do enjoy it a lot of the time, and like the impact the that students have made on me has been really cool. Uh, if I don't go back next year, I will miss some of them, not all of them, uh, but I will miss some of them. And uh, that's a whole that's a whole thing that I've been you know struggling with. Like, do I go back? You know. My fiance thinks I should work part time still, so I can kind of focus on the, my podcast and focus on like the creative aspect of the things that I want to do. Because there's other things I want to do other than just podcasting. You know, I want to start writing again and like really get into that. I might, I might be interested in doing like sketches and stuff. I mean, I, I have this nice camera that I'm filming from. It'd be really nice to be able to like do sketches and pr- like pra- kind of. I don't want to say practice. No, practice would be a good word. Practice my writing. That was a, an insane stutter I just did. I'm sorry, but I would like to practice my writing. And kind of like, you know, in short sketches. And I don't mean like, you know, I, I mean literally like three, five minute videos, like nothing like crazy. And I'm not saying like, oh, I want to be like a sketch comedy channel or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, nothing like that. I just kind of want to like hone in my, my craft, I guess you would say. And obviously right, doing sketches would be like really good, uh, whether they're funny or serious. It doesn't really matter, but whatever I think of, right? Uh, so that's kind of something I would love to do in the summer, uh, get a part-time job and whether it's for summer or just for the foreseeable future if I don't work go work at the school again and then focus on the podcast focus on my other creative endeavors and whatnot and you know and I might be starting a second podcast with my friends that we talked about with Jose last episode a sports podcast so like I want to focus on all those things because a lot those things are 
are things that I really enjoy doing. I, I genuinely enjoy this podcast. I would love to do a sports podcast. I would I love to write even though it's very stressful and anxiety inducing and I'm a, I try to be a perfectionist with it, but I still love to do it. And so I would love to like actually harner in and focus some of that stuff, you know, and focus on like streaming games and whatnot, like just the stuff that I genuinely enjoy doing and just being able to be myself, right? Because I, I kind of feel like at this moment right now, working at the place I'm working at, it's it's almost hard for me to be myself. And that is not what I want. You know, I don't like and I'm not I'm not bashing where I work. I'm not trying to be like, this place is the worst. That's, you know, they're not making me do anything that I am not. You know what I mean? I'm not being forced to do anything. But I work at a religious school and I'm not a particularly religious person. Um, I have nothing against religion. Uh, you know, and if like, that's really all I'm going to say about religion, right? Cause I don't, you know, that's a very touchy subject. I'm not trying to offend anybody. Uh, you know, believe in what you believe in and that's, that's okay. That's awesome. Everybody should have the right to believe in what they want to believe in. I don't care if you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, you know, Buddhist, like Hindu, whatever. Uh, just, you know, if, as long as you're a good person, you're a good person that should apply to anybody and everything. Uh, so I, I work at this religious school and like there are things that they're a lot stricter on things than I personally am. And this isn't even like religious wise, not like, like, you know, certain words you can't say like, like they would probably consider crap a bad word or like a word that you shouldn't say. But like I consider crap like totally an acceptable word to say, you know, even if you're like seven, you say crap. I'm like, all right. Or if I would be like, what the hell? They'd probably be like, you know, give me like a side eye or whatever. And so I'm just like, you know, it's hard for me because it's like, I, I'm, I don't, I, I don't care. I don't want to say I don't care, but it's like, I don't care if a kid's saying crap or like, what the hell? Or, you know, I don't, I don't even necessarily care if a kid's saying shut up. I mean, it depends on the context or whatever, but it's like, sometimes you just got to let kids be kids. And even if they're going to a religious school, it's like, you have to kind of let them learn things for themselves. You know, when I, I went to a religious school, um, may or may not have been the same one that I'm working at now, but when I was in high school, you know, I knew and myself included a bunch of like my friends in high school, we were like, what, I don't really know what we, what I believe in. Cause I've been, and just been taught this one thing almost my whole life. And I've been focusing on this one thing. And so it's like, I don't really know. So it's like hard when you're being, I don't want to say forced, f- like taught one thing. And, but you're not sure if you even believe in that one thing, but that's like the only thing you've been taught, if that makes sense. And again, I'm not bashing religion or anything like that, or even like religious schools. There's nothing wrong with them, but I just wish, and I think this comes more down more to the staff and like the faculty than it does like religious schools. So it it would obviously vary from school to school, but I think if you have staff and faculty that are like under, they obviously are you know they probably believe in the religion that they're teaching at right they probably believe that if they're if they're working at a christian school they work, believe in christianity they or they're christians you know if they work at a if you work at a jewish school i don't i you know what i mean you get what i'm saying right uh they would probably believe in what they're preaching they're so unless they're me uh but i i think that having like faculty that's like hey if you don't believe in that stuff that's totally okay if you're like if you're even if you're atheist or whatever like that's totally okay you, that should be fine there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're a good person that's all that ever matters in my opinion and that's something that kind of bugs me about certain things because i i just think that it's like we we judge people so hard off like what they believe in like or who what their sexual orientation is or what they identify as and it's like dude we should not give a crap like i i do not give a crap like, it doesn't matter. And I know a straight white man giving his opinion on something is not the best thing. And I get that. Hey, us straight white men have ho- a horrible track record. And honestly, like, I don't understand why why they're we're favored. I really don't. I don't get why, like, you know, we make the decisions and all that. Like, I, I don't get that politically, okay? And that, again, this podcast doesn't really want to get religious or political, but I'm, I'm getting really close, okay? But I'm trying just to tread that line. And my voice cracked a little bit there, and I know you heard it, but it's okay. Uh, I'm trying to tread that line a little bit, but it, without, like, fully offending somebody on, on, like, the left or the right or fully offending somebody who's super religious or not. But I think it's good to have open discussion and to, like, talk about both sides of it. I, I think, like, understanding, okay, 
I understand why you're religious, but that's not my thing. Or I understand why you're not religious, and I respect that, but I still believe in what I believe in. Or, I understand why you're on the left, and but like I still am Republican, or vice versa. Like I don't think it should matter, and yet here we are. We care so much about these trivial things, and it's just so frustrating. Like I, I just don't get it. Uh, and like, like I said, you know, straight white man giving his opinion isn't really, you know, isn't really what people want these days. But I, I'm not. I'm not, I don't know, what, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, I'm not saying my opinion is like this, the end all be all. I'm not saying my opinion is even that important or even matters really. But it, like I said, it's just my opinion and I'm just sharing it. Uh, I just think, you know, good people outweigh whatever they believe in or whatever they are. This is kind of like a weird like rant and I'm treading a line I don't really want to tread because it's like I said, it's religious and kind of political and i don't really want to get into either of those too much because there's there's never ever any winning that there's just no winning those conversations because it's all opinion based uh it's all what you believe in so it's like even if you present cold hard facts on one way or the other somebody's not going to believe it and it's just it's never ending it's just annoying and i honestly am not a fan of politics like at all i i really like hate going on social media and it's just all politics like i just i'm like dude i i get that they're important to an extent but the way how important we make it is is ridiculous uh and that's kind of all i'm gonna say about it actually i will say one i will say one thing and i don't think this is controversial and i think no matter what side you're on you can agree with this but why are like 80 year olds making decisions for me you know what I'm saying? Like, why why is somebody in their 80s or I don't I don't even know who the oldest like congressman or whatever is right now, but like why is somebody in their 70s or 80s making decisions about my future? Cuz I'm gonna tell you this, they are, they will probably choose something that benefits them in the short term more because they're only going to be alive in the short term rather than something that benefits the long term more. And that's something that bugs me. And that's not a right or left thing. That's just a, something that makes sense. And I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough i mean it gets talked about a lot but it's like if there's one thing that can unite republicans democrats it should be that they should we should all be like hey why why are you making decisions for me like there should be kind of a cap on what you can on how long you can be working here okay you you did you know you had your run thank you for that we appreciate it i guess but you can let's replace you with some youth okay because i don't want i'm 24 i'm 24 years old and yet this 70 year old is going to be deciding like stuff about the economy and stuff about you know the global warming and stuff like that for me huh like what i don't like that i don't like that at all okay so that needs to change and that is the most political i will get on this podcast and if you disagree with me on that i'm sorry but like i'm not sorry because that's i feel like that's something that everybody should agree with so if we have if we have a limit on the president we should have a limit on the congressman that's all i'm saying okay now let's get into some funny okay if we even keep that in, I don't even know if I'm going to keep that in because I'm get, I, my podcast today is turning a little bit, turning a little bit, you know, iffy. It's a little sketchy, but uh, this honestly, I've been having thoughts about the religious school and I have thoughts about that, the term thing, having those thoughts for like a few weeks now. And it kind of feels good to just talk about it. Uh, if I lose viewers or listeners because of it, it's it is what it is. I I don't care because I feel like that's just it's not controversial what I'm saying. So it's not like I'm, I'm really put, you know, placing my stake in one thing or the other. So, and if you can't have open conversations about thing, then you're about anything, then you're just not like open for debate. That's just, that's not a quality of a good person. You're just stubborn and you're stuck in your ways. A good quality of a person is if you, and this is not just politics or religious or whatever. This is just about life, about anything. If you're arguing with your partner or if you're talking to your friends about sports or whatever, you know, just arguing or, or you're even just arguing with your friend. I just stuttered a ton. Nice. But if you're just arguing with somebody and you are just so stubborn, you're like, no matter what, even if you're shown like cold, hard facts, like proof that you are wrong and you're just like, no, well, there's, I, I'm not wrong. That's a problem. And you need to change that. Like I get being stubborn. I'm a pretty stubborn person. Okay. But there comes a time where it's like you have to accept that you're wrong, swallow your pride, and and learn. You know, if you're not open to learning and not open to being like, oh, I was misinformed and I thought differently, but now that now I know the truth and now I will be better, like educated and informed going forward. Like, how do you not want that? 
how do you want to be going around not knowing the right answer to that you know that situation that circumstance that's just something that has blown my mind always when people are like well i don't care what you say or i don't care what you know the facts say i don't i don't like that or i don't believe i don't agree with that i'm like well that's okay. i mean you don't have to agree with that i guess but why do you want to go around being wrong like if i were to tell you straight up factually at two plus two equals four we all know that right but if you were for some reason were like so adamant that it equals seven and you had some crazy way, like it equals seven, it equals seven. I'm like, all right, but like, why do you want to go around being wrong, even though you had, you got out a calculator, you typed in two plus two equals four, two plus two equals four, you saw the facts. Why do you still want to walk around being wrong? Like, I know for me, it can be hard sometimes to admit that I'm wrong, because like I said, I'm stubborn. But it is kind of nice too when you were wrong and you're like, oh wow, I did not know that. I, I was, I thought the opposite this whole time, and but it's actually the other way. That's kind of you know interesting to know. And now you know that for the future. And guess what? You can help educate somebody if in the future too. Oh my gosh, how crazy is that? It's such a cool thing that the world is. But yeah, we're so stubborn and idiotic as humans that we can't accept that, and we have to sometimes just be too prideful to do that. And it's so annoying to me. All right. Anyways. You know, I'm actually going to talk about something controversial. I'm talking about something super controversial. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about contra- controversy, but th- here it is. Okay, this is probably the most controversial I will get on my podcast, so I kind of want everybody to brace themselves, um, and you know, because this is going to get intense. It's going to be a really intense topic, but why does everybody hate Nickelback so much? Have you ever thought about that? They're kind of hated hard. Like... I don't, I don't understand why. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, why are they hated so much? You know, like if somebody were to tell you like a band that like they're they're such a I don't want to say memeable, but like they they get made fun of so much on the internet, like always on the internet. But it's like you mean to tell me, like have you? Here's the thing: if anybody's ever making fun of Nickelback in the future, especially if they're under the age of twenty, because I'm 24 and I don't know a ton of Nickelback songs, so. Uh, so you could even probably say 24 maybe, but like under the age of 20 for sure. And if they're hating on Nickelback, I want you to ask them, like, have you heard, can you name like two Nickelback songs? Have you actually listened to Nickelback? Cause I, if, cause if not, cause you got to challenge them on it. Cause sometimes people tend to just hate because that's like the trend. Like, oh, everybody's hating on Nickelback. All right, let's hate on Nickelback or whatever. Guy Fieri kind of got that too. So, which I thought was weird too, which is this, like, why are we hating on Flavortown? You know what? Uh, but that's different. It's kind of actually that's not really a different subject. That's kind of the same thing. Guy Fieri would get a ton, gets a ton of hate because he's got well, maybe not anymore, but in the past he got like a ton of hate on the internet because of like his hair and you know Flavor Town and stuff like that. People would make fun of him, but like, and that's like the same with Nickelback. Like Guy Fieri is like, and Nickelback are honestly one and the same. And that's a collab that I honestly want to see now. So maybe maybe Nickelback will stop by Flavor Town one time. Who knows? Anyways. But like, why why are we hating on Nickelback? I I was in the car the other day, and I was listen, I was I just had a Spotify on, and it was my my daily mix, and Rockstar came on by by a uh, Nickelback. Dude, you mean to tell me that's a bad song? If that's a bad song, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. That song goes hard. And if you haven't heard it, I want you to after the podcast, or if you want to take a little break and listen to it, it's like a three or four minute song. Listen to it. Dude, it's so good. It's such a it's such a slap, such a banger. Okay, but yet we're hating on them for some for some reason. So I I think people honestly they're full of it. They they don't listen to Nickelback. They've never listened to Nickelback. They've never given them the chance. But if they listen to Rockstar, they'd be like, hey, Nickelback's not as bad as we were making them out to be. Okay, and they're not so bad. Now if you dislike songs by them, that's okay. I dislike songs by almost every artist. But guess what? That's kind of how music works. It's almost impossible to like every song by every artist that you like. There are artists that I love that make songs that I'm like, what are we doing? Like, this is horrible. So I, I just I just was thinking about that, and I kind of feel bad for them. I don't I mean, not that I need to feel bad for millionaires and rock literal rock stars, but, like, they they don't deserve the hate that they get. Guy Fieri doesn't deserve that hate. I'm just, I just think, you know, the Internet is, is cruel and idiotic, and they like to have this gang mentality where it's like they'll all gang up and, you know, hate on something together because it's what's trending and there's memes about it and it'll get you clicks it'll get you retweets it'll get you views on tiktok but nickelback is not bad and that's my controversial statement of this episode okay so and if you disagree and tell me why down below tell me why in the comments okay but 
I need like actual reasoning. I don't want you to be like, dude, they just suck. No, no, no. That's not a reason. Listen to some songs. Tell me why, what you don't like about it. Do you not like the lyrics? Do you not like their voice? Do you not like the, the instrument? It's like there has to be something. There has to be reasoning behind it, okay? So I challenge anybody who's a Nickelback cater, listen to Rockstar. Maybe listen to a couple other Nickelback songs, okay? Maybe like three. Give them a chance. And if you're still not a fan, if, well, I'm not saying you have to be a fan of them. But if you still don't like them after that, okay, fine. You gave them a chance. You listen to some songs. You listen to their most popular songs on Spotify. Okay, cool, whatever. That's fine. You gave them, you you tried. But if you listen to them and you're like, you know what? One of these songs wasn't so bad. Then I I challenge you to change your your viewpoint on Nickelback. I'm not saying you gotta love them. I'm not saying you gotta like them. I'm not even saying you gotta be a fan of them. I'm just saying you can at least be like, hey, they're not the worst band in the world. Like they get memed about all the time. Okay. So that's my challenge to you, especially anybody under 20, because I guarantee you most people under 20 don't haven't heard Nickelback before. So, because I, I can't believe that I've barely heard Nickelback. You know what? Something that's kind of been crazy to me these past, like, I don't know, I've been out of high school for like six years. So I would say six years. Uh, when I started working, like, at my fast food job and I started, I, my, my taste in music kind of expanded and changed. Like, when I was in high school, I was like, it's, it's rap and hip-hop. That's it. It's rap and hip-hop and a little bit of pop. I will admit there was a little bit of pop in there. But for the most part, I was like, it's rap and hip-hop. Like, that's it. And even though – and I did like it. Don't get me wrong. I still like rap and hip-hop, but I rarely listen to it. Uh, I started working at this fast food place, and one of the coworkers there, who's actually one of my best friends, he, he would listen to stuff like 21 Pilots and, like, that kind of music. So, like, you know – 21 Pilots isn't punk rock. So that's really – but he was like 21 Pilots and stuff like that and like uh, The Killers. And I know a coworker, she would listen – like there would always be like, you know, Blink-182, The Killers, uh, 21 Pilots. Uh, I know 21 Pilots doesn't really fit in there because they're not an older band. But like kind of like that genre of music, right? And I guess 21 Pilots doesn't really fit in that, but that's okay. Um But, like, there was always, you know, like, Blink-182 or 21 Pilots or The Killers playing. And I guess, you know, The Killers are not The Killers. Uh, 21 Pilots doesn't really fit into that genre. They're kind of a different genre. But you kind of get what I'm saying, right? It, it was a different type of music than what I was listening to because I was listening to hip-hop and pop mainly. So I started hearing Blink-182 and, you know, like, Simple Plan and all that. And I'm like, yo, my – like – Yo, I'm like, okay, and obviously I'd heard some like I've heard I I had heard I miss you before by Blink One Eighty Two who hadn't heard that song, and I had heard you know Mr. Brightside by the Killers and whatnot, and my voice kind of cracked there, and I know you heard it, but and we're just gonna keep going on. My voice cracks like one once per episode, so that's cool. Uh, but I was like, man, this music is so good, and because I I you know I was born in ninety eight, since I was you know I'm twenty four, I was born in nineteen ninety eight, and so like that that like early to mid two thousands like punk pop or whatever punk rock uh not punk pop punk rock that i was i was too young to like really listen to that and really enjoy it because by the time i was a teenager you know it was i was you know it was like what 2011 2012 so like there that was music wasn't really the style then you know it was like early 2000s and when i was like four or five and i was not really listening to music but it is funny because my favorite band of all time is lincoln park like they were my first band that i really loved and they're still my favorite band of all time despite you know uh them not being a band anymore uh, so it is funny, and they're not, they're not really punk rock, they're, I mean, I guess maybe a little bit, but they're, like, they're, they're more, I don't know, they're, they're hard to, like, judge on the genre scale, but, like, I, so I started listening to these songs, I'm like, man, you know, these, this music kind of slaps, and so I started listening on Spotify more and more and more, I'd, I'd start adding songs to my playlist and whatnot, and now my daily mix just, I get all these, like, crazy good songs you know i get like ocean avenue oh my god ocean avenue is one of the greatest songs of all time and you can debate me about that all you want i love ocean avenue oh my gosh and i've actually been on ocean avenue okay i've been to la and i've actually been on ocean avenue so pretty cool or whatever um but i like yeah ocean avenue's insane insanely good song uh i mean uh, all the small things by blink 182 hello uh, Simple Plan's got, like, five bangers, dude. I can't even, uh, I'm Just a Kid, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of another, I'm Just a Kid, uh, oh my god. I can't think of any other Simple Plan songs right now. That's, that's actually bugging me. Well, they have, like, they, have, I don't know, but I, I could, I love Simple Plan. I can't think of any other Simple Plan songs right now. I'm actually drawing a blank, but you get what I'm saying. 
like I started listening to those and so now I'm getting all these like really good songs in like my well not now but like so I like finally oh my god so like I finally have all these like really good songs like these like early early to mid two thousands like punk rock songs in my playlist like this angsty stuff and I'm like yes I like it's my favorite genre of music now which is why I like the new Machine Gun Kelly music because that's the genre of music he has you know Ian Dior Young Blood they do that type of music too uh so I'm like oh dude this stuff is awesome but it's so funny because sometimes I'll be like I'll have the play like the daily mix running and a song will come on that I didn't know was that song. Like I knew the song, but I didn't know the song. Does that make sense? Have you ever had that happen before? And what I mean by that is like, you're you're listening to a song, right? I don't know if you just heard but my stomach just growled so loud. But anyways, uh, but you're listening to a song or you, you know a song, like, but you just don't know the name of it. And then so like you start to, and you always skip the song when you see it come on like Pandora or Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. You're like, I'm not like, well, I don't even know this song. Why would I listen to it? And then one time you finally let it play and you're like, oh my God, that's this song. Like, I didn't know that. I, I love this song, but I didn't know that was what it's called. And I've been skipping it for the past two years. You know what song was that for me? A song for that. Oh my God. I can't even talk today. My, my song that was that, like, very recently was Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Dude, dude, I had I knew what that song was. I knew that song. I didn't even know it was that was the name of the song. So I, I always skipped it. When it would come when it would come up, I would always skip it. And then I, I listened to like I was like one time I was like, all right, I'll just let the song play. And I was like, oh my God, this is this song? I was like, are you kidding me? I freaking love this song. This song's an absolute certified hit okay so i was like so surprised about that and i started thinking about it more and more and then another one came on and it was face down by the what the red suit apparatus or something like that and i was like that, that this is this song like it's so weird i hope you guys know what i'm talking about like where you know a song but you don't know the name of the song and like you you tend to skip that song when it pops up because you don't know the name of it and you think it's something different because the that happens to me all the time i'm so like i don't say picky with my music but it's like I'm very bad at like, all right, I know these songs. I'm going to listen to the songs that I know. Listen to the songs that I know because I love these songs. If I don't know a song and on my daily mix, I typically skip it. I rarely am like, yeah, I'll give it a chance. Like, it, it's so rare. I'd have to be like at the gym working out or doing something where it's like I, I don't want to skip it or whatever. Okay. I'm going to talk about like two two kind of pet peeves of mine. And I'm going to go into a – I'm going to actually – kind of this it might be a new segment i might start i don't know but it might be a new segment i start we'll see uh but anyways a couple pet peeves of mine so or actually no, no no one's a pet peeve one's one's not a pet peeve one's an, an anxiety thing but i live in oregon and if you've never been to oregon it's you know it's a very green state you know there's it and but it primarily is raining nine to ten months out of the year right it's very it's very rarely sunny you know, we'll get a couple days of sun here and there, but it's primarily rain up until like June. And like it's usually like mid to late June that it actually starts being sunny and then you get like 90 to eight, like 80 to 90 and sometimes 100 degree weather. Uh, and I, I'm one I'm one of those people. I love the sun. I lo- If it's 75, 80 degrees out, I'm loving that. I love that. I don't like the cloudy. I don't like it rainy. I'm not a fan of that. And I know it's probably like, well, most people are. But I know a lot of people that live in Oregon that love the rain, don't like the sun. So I, I, which is absolutely mind blowing to me. Anyways, it's so annoying because so this week actually I'll use this week as an example. Monday, Tuesday, raining, like pouring, like horrible weather. Wednesday, sunny, beautiful day, like literally beautiful, sunny, warm day. Thursday, Friday, raining. Actually, Friday, but Friday afternoon, sunny. It went Friday afternoon. It was like storm, sun storm again like it is so stupid uh and it just bugs me and here's something i want to talk about this makes me mad and i i'm i don't want to hear the facts behind this okay because it's just something that makes me mad and even if i know the facts behind it it's gonna bug me okay it should not be able to be sunny when it's raining i'm sorry i that's those are the rules now okay okay mother nature those are the rules dude there's no reason for the sun to be out and it to rain it's like you're either one or the other you're not both you can't be both I'm sorry. That's the rules now. Those are the rules. I don't make them. Well, actually, I do. I do make the rules. And that's – I I just – it's so annoying because you're like, oh, the sun's out. And then like five minutes later, it starts to rain on you. And I get – you know, you can see the gray rain clouds in the sky. So it's not like it's really a surprise. But it's still so annoying. 
Like, don't give me any false hope. Don't do that to me. Don't don't tease me with with a little bit of sun and then just have it pour on me. Also, also, hey, if it's sunny, if it's sunny, it shouldn't be 35 degrees outside. I'm sorry, but if it's sunny, it shouldn't be 35 degrees outside. Okay, that's the new rule too. Okay, okay, Mother Nature, I hope you're taking notes because it makes no sense why there's sun out in the middle of February, but yet it's still 30 degrees out and there's frost on the ground. Like, come on. Either you, either you warm me up or you go away. Like, your job is to keep me warm, so do that or go away. Your job is to keep the coldness and the rain away. And I know there's not really any science for it to keep rain away, but that's in this scenario, there is now, okay? So keep the rain away, keep the cold away, and if you're not going to do either of those things, get out of my way, okay? Because I don't want you teasing me. I want to be like, oh, the sun's out today, but I don't want to have to wear 17 layers, okay? Or I don't want to have to wear a raincoat, okay? Okay. Are we all on the same page? I think we're all on the same page. Okay, good. Because that's just so annoying to me. Like, I don't want to have to wear sunglasses while driving and also have my windshield wipers going. Does that make sense? Because those two things don't really, like, mix. And it makes no sense why I have to do that. So, and speaking of windshield wipers, that's a perfect, perfect transition into the second thing I wanted to talk about. Does anybody else get windshield wiper anxiety? Am I the only one? I can't be the only one. Like, I feel like that's got to be such a common thing that we all think is not common. And I'll explain what that means. So what I mean by windshield wiper anxiety is like when it's raining and like you look at the other cars to see like what their windshield wiper setting is at. Because like there'll be times where it's like it's like that annoying part of rain where it's like it's not it's enough to where you have to have your windshield wipers on, but it's too much to where you can't just have it on the first setting but it's too little to have it on the second setting. So you're like, you're, you, need, you need like a middle setting for that. You need like one in between, like, you need like a 1.5, right? So like sometimes I'll have it on like the second setting, even though I don't technically need it, but it's just more convenient than, I can't wait for the first one to finally do it because it's going to take too long. But like, I'll look around at the cars by, like that I drive by, or if you're like, st- if you're at a red light, I'll look at the other cars and I'm like, am I being dramatic? <laughs> like, like, because they just have it on the first one where it's like it goes every, like, few seconds as opposed to mine that just continuously going. I'm like, am I am I dramatic? Like, am I yelling at them? Like, what what's happening? And so I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just being dumb. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'll put it on uh, – <clears throat> I'll put it on the first one, and I'm like, uh, I, I can't see, but at least I'm fitting in, right? Like, and then I'm like, oh, no, no, i got to change on the one. And then I get to the stoplight, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I might be – I might be over oversell estimating like how much rain it is. I think I just need to calm down and I do it. And I'm like, no, I got to have it on that, on that second setting. Cause I put down to the first and I can't see. So am I, there's no way I'm the only one who's experienced that. And I don't know if maybe I'm just weird cause I have social anxiety or whatnot, but it's like, I feel like almost when I have it on like a too high of, or, or you know what, it, in my opinion is too high of a setting. People are like looking at me and be like, look at this dude. Like, what is he? What is he freaking out about? It's a little. It's just a little bit of rain, and he's got it on the third setting when he only needs it on the second setting. What an absolute lunatic! Like, there's no. I my mind is so weird, man. I don't know why I think about that stuff. But like, I'm. I literally think about that almost every time it rains. And like I said, I live in Oregon where it rains nine months out of the year, so I think about that a lot. And I hope somebody somebody listening to this is like, dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I feel the same way. And if you do feel the same way or ever have felt the same way, I applaud you, and I'm glad that you're listening because. I feel a bit insane saying that, but it's such a funny like thing that I had to talk about because it's so funny that I care about. It. Well, I don't really care, but it's so funny that I'm thinking that I'm like, am I like you know you're kind of like am I being dramatic? Am I the drama? Like is this is this me? Am I manifesting this? Like what? It's just a little bit of rain. Nah, I don't even need windshield wipers. They're overrated. I can't believe how perfect that transition was. By the way, I was not expecting that transition to be so smooth and flawless. And but hey. It worked out, and I'm happy about it. Uh, so, yeah, if you have windshield wiper anxiety, let me know, okay? Let me know if I'm crazy or not. And I've been trying to think of, like, other types of anxieties like that, and I can't at the moment. But if you have anything that's similar to that, please let me know because I would love to, like, tell you if I agree or if I feel the same way or whatever because I I get the weirdest social anxieties. Like, I, I get weird – actually, this I get weird when like, I walk by, like, homeless people. Am I the only person? Like, and I'm not – I have nothing against homeless people. This isn't like a, like, oh, homeless people suck. Like, no, I like, they deserve it. Like, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. It's, it's, uh, it's just like, I'm so bad at like saying no to people or ignoring people. Like, I'll feel bad if I ignore somebody. Right. So, uh, like whenever I see like a, 
a homeless person or whatever, like and I have to walk by them to get into a store, like I'm always on the phone. Like I'm always talking to somebody on the phone. I literally just I literally pull out my phone and like I will act like I'm talking. I'm like, oh hey, you know. I'm like, yeah, I'm at the store. What like what do you need me to grab again? Like, you know, I'm making up a conversation. I'm which is like so insane. But I'm like, I don't want to be rude and ignore them, which even though I am, but at least I haven't like it looks like I have an excuse to so like, oh he's not a jerk. But it's like I don't have change or money to give you anyways. Like I don't ever have I never have like cash on me. So I'm just like, oh man. Am I am I a bad person for that? Like I I have nothing like I said nothing has homeless people and I I've talked to homeless people before but like it's just it's so hard because I'm like all right like like I don't have cash for you so I'm, and I'm sorry about that but I don't want to like completely ignore you because I don't want to think that like I hate homeless people because I I understand there's a huge issue in the world and like I totally understand the psychological aspects of it because homeless shelters aren't necessarily the best places for them because we're trying to medicate them and then we they have to follow curfews and it's not always the easiest thing it's like a and there's also mental illness involved because you know whether it's drug addiction or they have you know severe depression anxiety bipolar schizophrenia whatever there's all these i don't know potential issues with people who are homeless you know and if they go into a, a shelter they have to you know abide by these certain rules and sometimes for them for homeless people it can be really hard because it's hard to institutionalize them is what i'm trying to say and there's a lot of like it's not as black and white as people like to make it out to be like oh well if we just open up more homeless shelters the homeless problem will be solved it's not that easy it's actually much more complicated than that uh because it's they it has they have they have to choose it you know they have to choose okay i'm gonna abide by these rules i'm gonna listen and i'm gonna like change my ways and if they're addicted to you know a drug of some sort which some are not obviously not all homeless people are addicted to drugs but some are so it's like they have to like get weaned off of that drug and so they have to agree to not do that drug. And obviously if they break any of these rules or if they cause a problem, they get kicked out of the homeless shelter and then they're back to square one. So it's a huge, huge dilemma and a huge issue. So I'm not – I'm not. so I I don't know why I just went into that tangent. But I think people sometimes think it's so black and white. And I'm like it's really not. It's actually really insane like how complicated it is. And it's really sad how complicated it is because like – you want to, like you don't want to see somebody struggle whether it's with addiction or whether they just you know have like a mental illness or whatever like it's just sad to see them not be able to like be like all right i'm going to check myself into this this institution and get better and like have a home and like try to work my way up to getting a job again and whatnot but but here's the thing i'm like that with just people in general too like homeless or not like if i if i <laughs> If I, like, start walking the wrong way and I realize I'm walking the wrong way, like, to my car or whatever, I, I like, have to go on my phone and be like, oh, oh, they're looking – oh, okay. I'm like, oh, like, I act like I got a text in there or a call and then, like, they told me I was the other way. I can't I can't ever just admit that I was going the wrong way as if people really care about what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, we – and I, I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. But, like, we as people just feel like somebody's, like – everybody's looking at us. And, I mean, in some cases, depending on who you are, that's true. But, like – I guarantee you nobody's paying as much attention to you as you actually think they are, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, dude, I'll, I'll just walk by three people, and they saw me turn around and come back, and now they think I'm just an idiot, and they're going to talk about me and make fun of me. But it's like, first of all, they probably aren't going to do that. More than likely, they're not going to do that. But if they do that, who cares? You're not going to see them again. The odds of you seeing them again are so, 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 so slim. So who cares? But yet, we do. We care. I care because that's just how we are. Uh, and even though my – my personal experience, my, you know, my, uh, I don't know, my viewpoint on that has gotten better. Like, I don't care nearly as much what people think about me, especially people I don't know. Like, I've started to care less and less and less about that, but I still, like, so, like, I'm not, I don't really care if, like, somebody's like, wow, what is he wearing? Because it's like, I'm not going to see you again. I don't really care. Like, I'm just doing me, but still, there's sometimes where, where it's, like, worse, and you're, like, maybe not feeling as confident that day or you're just like feeling like crap or whatever and you're like oh no everybody's gonna be looking at me because of i'm wearing crocs or whatever you know like just some something so stupid like everybody's gonna judge me for this when it's just like dude just do whatever the heck you want to do like who cares if somebody makes fun of you for wearing pajamas outside like you know to a store who cares like they're whatever just do what you want to do as long as you're not literally hurting people like you know murdering people or just like walking around naked like who cares okay this episode's so weird. This episode's all over the place, and I'm sorry. I I hope you guys are still. I hope you guys are still with me, first of all, and I hope you're also still enjoying it because it's it's been so so weird, honestly, and I don't know why. I don't know why it's been so weird. 
I don't know what's wrong with me today. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with me. But honestly, this episode has been really nice for me so far. And I'm it's actually going to be over soon because uh, I just have one more thing I want to talk about. But being able to talk about the those first two few things I talked about with the, you know, the religious and political things that I talked about. I actually, like I said, I really wanted to talk about that stuff and get it off my chest because those are thoughts I've been having for a while. And it is a bit scary because anytime you bring up something serious like that, or you know, even with the homeless thing too, it's a very serious problem as well. It's it's a bit like daunting because it's like, all right, there's gonna be somebody who's gonna who could get offended by this or be mad about this, even though I'm not, I'm neutral. I'm be, I'm trying my best to be neutral. Like I'm trying my best to be in the middle and explain it from maybe every side, but be open. You know, I'm trying to have an open conversation about it where it's like I don't know everything about it, but I'm you know, this is what I this is what I know. Not saying that it's right or wrong, and this is my personal like experience and or opinion. But I understand the other aspect of it too, and I understand the other viewpoints and whatnot. And so I'm not saying like I'm right or, or wrong or whatever. But yeah, when you talk about anything like that, any serious stuff like that, people you know will get offended and they'll take it to heart or they'll act they'll seem they'll act like you were calling them out or calling out their religion or calling out their political party or whatever. And just so it's, it's a bit ske- it's a bit sketchy, honestly. It's a bit like like I said, it's anxiety inducing, and I. I'm going to edit this and I'm probably going to like think really hard about cutting some of that stuff. And I, and I hope I don't, and I don't think I will because I want to be authentic and I want to be myself and I don't think I'm being controversial. And I, you, you know, despite the fact that this is supposed to be a comedy slash like psychological podcast, I, I, and I want to invo- avoid, you know, political and religious discussions as much as possible. I do think in certain circumstances it's, it's warranted and it's allowed and it should happen. And you, sometimes you have to have those uncomfortable talks whether or not you like it and that's just kind of how it works in in life and uh if anybody that's listening to this like really hard like hardly dis hardly no really disagrees with me like hard disagrees or strongly opinionated the other way of something i've said like that's totally okay and if you if i lose viewers or listeners from it that's okay too i'm not gonna lose sleep over that you know because i i'm not i'm not a super opinionated person in general i'm very i'm very like neutral on most things like i'm the things i'm opinionated and passionate about are stupid things i mean you just heard me rant about it being sunny and raining at the same time like that's some that's a stupid thing that i'm opinionated about but like when it comes to like real like topics like real life topics i mean i'm slightly opinionated on some things but i'm i'm not gonna share that with like a public audience first of all and second of all i'm not super well educated on a lot of that stuff because i don't I just don't like those kind of subjects. Like, I don't like political subjects. I really am not a fan of it. So I tried to avoid political subjects, and I tried to avoid political talks. And same with religion. Like, I'm not a fan of religious talk, so I try to avoid religious talk and religious conversations because it's, you know, something I'm not super well educated on, first of all. And second of all, it's just, like I mentioned earlier, it's an opinion-based thing or a belief-based thing. And so there's not necessarily, I mean, there's not necessarily right or wrong. That's just like, all right, I, it's just whether you think you're right or whether you think you're wrong. It's like I can view one thing one way, you can view it another way, and you can think you're right, I could think I'm right, and that's how it's going to be. I It's very rare for you to convince me otherwise or, you, or me to convince you otherwise. That's just kind of how those kind of topics go. It's hard to like tread that line and like find the balance of it, so I'm hoping I did, and I'm hoping like if there's somebody who's far right or somebody who's far left or somebody who's atheist or somebody who's super religious, you know, I'm hoping they're not – offended you know i don't want to offend anybody i don't want to get canceled before i you know with my 30 listeners a week i don't want to get canceled when my podcast isn't even big but because that's obviously not the goal but you know if people get offended then people get offended i mean in this day and age people get offended about quite literally everything and it's honestly insane and it's exhausting and it makes you know i think social media in a lot of aspects was a mistake but that's a that's a subject for another day um speaking of social media Gosh, my, my transitions today, you know, listen, this podcast has kind of been all over the place. We can all admit that. But my transitions today have been have been on point, okay? Because that transition was really smooth, even though I kind of ruined it. But I want to talk about something. This is, this is actually like two months old. Like actually two months – oh, no, it's like, it's like a month and a half old. There there was a IGN, which is like a paper or whatever. I don't know what IGN is. But IGN tweeted and had an article late March, so a couple months ago. Ranking the the twenty five, the ranking the, the Pixar movies from twenty to number twenty five all the way to number one. Like, what are the what's the best Pixar movie of all time? Basically, 
Uh, so they they ranked it. Okay. So here's the thing. They this all it says is from Toy Story to Turning Red, Pixar has given us 25 movies in just a little over 25 years. Naturally, we decided to rank them, ranging from sentient cars to an unbreakable superfamily. Okay, so I don't. So they they rank them. They're ranking these these Pixar movies, and I want to read you. I'm gonna read you guys their rankings, and then we're gonna talk about it. Okay, because their rankings are, or it's it's one of the most insane lists I've ever. It's it's blasphemous in a lot of ways, and I haven't seen some of these movies, and I will talk about that. But I will, and I'll share my opinion. Oh, I just hit the mic. Sorry. I will share my opinion afterwards too, and whatnot. But I'm just gonna read you the list first. Okay. At number 25, we have Cars 3. Number 24, we have Cars 2. Number 23, Finding Dory. 22, Monsters University. I have not seen Monsters University. Or Cars 3. Number 21, The Good Dinosaur. haven't seen. 20 is Brave. haven't seen. 19 is Cars. We'll, we'll get back to that. 18 is Onward. haven't seen. 17 is Turning Red, which I haven't seen. 16, Luca. 15, Soul. Haven't seen that one. 14 is Incredibles 2. 13, A Bug's Life. 12, <clears throat> 12 is Toy Story 4. 11 is Ratatouille. 10 is uh, Toy Story 2. 9 is Up. 8 is Finding Nemo. 7 is Monsters, Inc. 6 is Coco, which I haven't seen, which is insane because I that's I, I don't know how I haven't seen that movie, but I haven't. Um, 5 is Inside Out. 4 is Toy Story Three is Wally. This is the part where I almost threw my phone when I first read it. Number two is Toy Story Three, uh, and then number one is The Incredibles. Okay, can we just talk about? We're just gonna talk about the list for a second before I even list my opinions and like where I would rank stuff. How like how bad is that list? I how bad like that? Uh, like that's the, one of the worst lists I've ever read. It's like they didn't even watch the movies they just read like the synopsis of it and they ranked it off of that because there's no way cars the first cars there's no way the first cars is at 19 19 out of 25 the first cars no way there's no way a bug's life is 13 there's okay you mean to tell me toy story 4 is better than a bug's life and cars no no there's just not a world where that's true okay listen i'm a huge toy story fan i'm a huge 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 toy story fan i loved the first two movies right like it's honestly like it's literally my favorite animated movie of all time is toy story or the toy like toy story one and two like it's that's my favorite animated like franchise or whatever i did not the third one was okay i will admit third one wasn't bad it wasn't great but it was like okay but the fourth one, I was like, but this wasn't really necessary. You know, I, we didn't really need it. You know, I understand why you did it, but we didn't really need it. And I wish they wouldn't have. Which, you know, that goes back to my conversation in episode four where I talk about sequels and reboots. Like, do we really need to reboot this, you know, 20 years later? Who knows? But anyways, so you mean – but you mean to tell me that Toy Story 4 is the 12th best Pixar movie of all time? Like, there's just no way. And, like, and I know there's – I obviously biased too in me because of nostalgia you know nostalgia can really like alter the actual perception of how good a movie or how good something is like space jam is a huge thing you know people like to wear space jam stuff and myself included but like in reality is that movie is really not that good but we like it because of the nostalgic factor to it right you know because we watched it as a kid and probably as a kid we loved it like i mean that's how it was for me i loved it as a kid i thought it was awesome you know, Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan playing basketball, Bill Murray, like, heck yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, but, like, in reality is that's not a great movie. And I know, you, so, like, I understand some of these I might be biased on because of nostalgia, and I'll try to, like, factor that in and I'll also try to, like, acknowledge that. But I just, like, there's just no way Toy Story 4. And here's the thing, too. I saw, I've seen Toy Story 4. I saw it in, in theaters, like, like uh, months and months after it came out, though. Like, it was, I thought, like, a really cheap movie theater. It was, like I said, it was okay okay but it wasn't necessary and there's no way four there's no way four is better than a bug's life i don't even think it's better than incredibles 2 i actually think toy story 4 should be in that 25 through like 20 range honestly genuinely i think finding dory is better that might be controversial but i think finding dory is better because dude honestly the the biggest thing that makes finding dory better is that whale that whale was hilarious i think it was a beluga whale or whatever 
the that that whale was so funny that that alone made the movie like better than Toy Story 4. Because Toy Story 4, you're watching it and you're just like, why? Like, I don't like how Toy Story 4 ended. I think that's the reason I didn't like it. I don't want Woody to be away from Buzz and everybody. I don't like that. Like, I don't like the fact that Woody wasn't getting played with. And so he kind of was upset about it. And then he decides at the very end, like, oh, I'm going to stay here with, you know, Lil Bo Peep and all these people. Like, I didn't, I did not personally like that. Like, I want them all to be together. They're a family. You don't break up family. Like, come on, what are we doing? And it's like, it's not like they're going to walk back and go see Woody again. Like, the only way they're going to see Woody again is if they go to, like, what was, I think it was a fair or carnival, whatever it was. So I just thought that was dumb. Okay. I've talked way too much about Toy Story 4. We need to move on. Cars. Okay. So here's Cars being 19 is blasphemy. Cars needs to be, Cars is top 15 at least. I think it's higher than top 15, but I think we can comfortably say Cars is top 15. Like, I, I haven't seen Soul, but Soul being top 15, from what I've heard, that's that's a reasonable take for that, right? So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, so that's fine. And like I said, this came out in, in March. I don't know. I don't. Is Encanto Pixar? I don't know. But like, if it is, like, this is before, this isn't counting, counting that or whatever. I don't know if Encanto is Pixar. I really should know that. I think it is. Um, but here, dude, dude, there's no way. There's no way Toy Story 3 is the second best Pixar movie of all time. There's no way. Listen, you can make it an argument for The Incredibles being number one. I personally don't think it's number one, but there's an argument for it, for sure. I can see why people would put it as number one. I can see why Wally is in the top five, too. A lot of people might not agree with that, but I think Wally was a really good story, and it's kind of like a, t- like a tell of a, a dystopia that it's becoming our reality almost, in a way, with all the garbage we have. There's little islands of garbage in the ocean, and we're all becoming fat slobs who have motorized you know, scooters and whatnot and get everything done for us by AI. I mean, look at Tesla's. Uh, so I think that was a great story, and they did that without really like a lot of dialogue, which I thought was really cool. They just had a lot of – it was beeps, really, and I mean, obviously Eva talked a little bit, but that, a great movie. Uh, Toy Story Top 5, I agree with. Inside Out Top 5? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's where that's where I get a little controversial myself because I, I didn't love Inside Out the way everybody else loved Inside Out. I think Inside Out was a great movie. It's a great concept, a really cool concept, actually. But did I love it? I don't know. I don't know. Do I think it's a top five Pixar? No. You know what I would put a you know what I would put ahead of it? And I, I, I don't know if this is controversial or not. I'd put Ratatouille ahead of it. I would put Ratatouille ahead of it. Ratatouille to me is a top five Pixar movie. One hundred percent. I don't care if you put it at five, I don't care if you put it at one. In my opinion, Ratatouille is top five. And I again there's an argument to be made there. But the fact that it's not in the top five is is crazy. And here's my thing too. You can't have two Toy Stories in the top five. You can't have Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 1 in the top five. That's not how this works. That's not how we're doing this, okay? Like, you got to have one or the other. And if you're going to have one, it's this first Toy Story. And it's because there's no way the third one is a top, is number two. There's just no way. So I'm going to give my unofficial, like, top, I'll give, like, my top 10, maybe, or maybe just top five. We'll see. Because I, I, I'm talking all this smack about this list. I have to give, like, some, at least a little bit of a list, right? So I'm going to rank – I'm not even going to do this in order because I'd have to really like sit down and genuinely think about it. And it would actually be really hard to, like for me to like put this in, in like an actual like order like one through five. So I'm going to just – I'll list top five in no particular order, okay? And we'll see We'll see what it comes out to. I think Wally should be in the top five. They have that right. I think Toy Story 1 should be in the top five. They have that right too. I think Ratatouille should be added into the top five, okay? Oh, see, now it gets – here's where it gets so hard, though. There's so many good Pixar movies. Like, God, they are just so good at what they do over there, aren't they? Like, it's incredible. I mean, <laughs> speaking of the Incredibles, uh, no. Uh, but, like, th- think about it. I'm going to list five movies right now. I've already listed three. But – so that means I have, two, I have two spots left in my top five, right? I'm going to name a few movies. And so I'm there's Up. There's Finding Nemo. There's Monsters, Inc. There's The Incredibles. There's Bugs Life. There's Cars. You know, the and in my opinion, those those six, realistically, and and Coco, I haven't seen Coco, but I've heard. So I haven't seen Coco, so that's the reason I'm excluding that. But I bet you, if I've seen it, I may personally think it's top five. I don't know, so I'm excluding Coco, but I've heard it's really, really good. So that could very well be a top five. I know somebody's sitting there like, dude, Coco's the best, but haven't seen it, so I can't say. But I listed like seven movies there, 
only two of them can make my top five. So that means like five really, really good Pixar movies that I loved as a kid will not make the top five, which is just insane. Like, you mean tell me Up or Finding Nemo or Monsters, Inc. or Cars, you know, or The Incredibles? One of like some two of those. No, sorry. Three of those aren't going to make the top five. That's just insane. I mean, that just shows how many good like movies they've come out with, which is like a testament to them and like shout out to them because that's so cool. But it's absolutely like insane to me. I got, I'm trying to think about what I liked as a kid because obviously I haven't seen a lot of these movies in a while. But I'm trying to think like when I when I was a kid and like I had to watch one of these movies, what did I like to watch? Honestly, like I I kind of want to biasly say Cars because I loved Cars as a kid, but I don't think Cars is like realistically a top five. Monsters Inc. I don't even know if I think that's top five either. Actually, they ranked it at seven, and I think I agree with that. I'm just gonna say top ten. I'm just a top ten. I'm all over the place. Up. Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Ratatouille, Toy Story One, Wall-E, The Incredibles, Cars. So we're at eight. A Bug's Life. That's nine. And then honestly, honestly, you could put Inside Out there too. I would say Inside Out could be my tenth. And again, this is excluding some movies because I haven't seen all of them. So this is excluding like Coco, and this doesn't even include Encanto, which I haven't even seen Encanto, but. That's my top 10, and if I had to pick five from that, I'm saying Ratatouille, Toy Story 1, Wally. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo f- would be in there. I think it sneaks in there. And honestly, I I oh man, I've kind of gotta go with up. I kind of have to. That story is so good. And again, I think it's debatable. I think honestly, those last two spots are debatable i don't think the other three spots are debatable but i mean again personal opinion a little stubborn a little biased for sure but i think there's so many movies that you could put in there okay i i was gonna like really really make fun of ign i mean i already did but like that was a lot harder than i actually thought it was gonna be that was way more difficult than i was anticipating and i'm gonna do a lot of editing there because there's a lot of like pauses and stuttering and like thinking and repetition but i i like what i came out with at the end i like what we came out with i think it was a good uh good list and honestly i would love to hear on youtube or whatever i would love to hear your what your like top five is and it it can be in order it can be in no particular order like but tell me like and honestly if it includes coco like tell me like tell me how badly i need to watch coco or encanto like two movies i haven't seen uh because i'm very curious to know how other people view those and again some of those i think some of those might be might be biased because of the nostalgic factor is Finding Nemo really that good, or is it nostalgia? Is Monsters, Inc. really that good, or is it nostalgia? Same with Up. No, up, Up's not nostalgia, but Cars, is it really that good, or is it nostalgia, you know? So, like, maybe my top 10 is a little bit biased. So, I would love to know, like, especially if, like, you're younger, like, if you're, like, 17, 18, or 16, like, you know, you've seen some of these movies more recently, like, I would love to, like, know, like, because when, I mean, just think when some of these movies came out, I was, already, like, 14, 15 years old, so they weren't really tailored for me, but, like, and, I, and when I was 14, 15 years old, there's no way I was going to watch a cartoon, a Disney movie. It's too cool for that. But yeah, I would love to know. And if you're older, I would love to, because if you've been an adult the entire time that the, that Pixar has been making movies, like your opinion would actually be probably less tainted because you've had your adult brain to, that's been viewing all of these. So I would love to know what your guys' like top five is or top 10. If you want, Or if you want to do the whole 25, you can do the whole 25 if you want, okay? I should have probably done that, and I could have given you my list, but I didn't want to, and I didn't think that far ahead, to be honest. <laughs> all right, this episode was all over the place. I kind of apologize for that. Uh, I apologize to myself for the editing that I have to do, because I was hoping there would be like no editing involved, but there's going to be some for sure because of the, you know, because of the, the you know, some of the some of the stuff we talked about, and I have been a bit repetitive at times, and I apologize for that. But sometimes when I get going and I get talking, I just go, and my brain jumps from one thing to the other. Um. So yeah, I'm going to end it here. Uh, thank you guys so much for like tuning in or if you're watching it, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, um, uh, follow the TikTok. It's at Frivolous Pod. We upload twice a week. I only uploaded once this week because I forgot to upload the second time. But we upload Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it's, the, it's a clip from the upcoming episode. Uh, Friday, Saturday is going to be me asking you guys for topics to talk about in the upcoming episode that we're going to film on that weekend. Uh, and I'm going to start uploading there more too. Again, working on that. But in the coming weeks, there's going to be more more TikToks and hopefully more YouTube content too where I can kind of post like 
maybe I'll post unedited versions on my YouTube, like, if you guys are interested in that, or I'll post, like, you know, questions or topics that I cut from the episode, whether it's an episode with me or somebody, or an episode with somebody else where it's, like, I had to cut it for time or I didn't think it was relevant. So let me know if you guys would be interested in that because I would love to know. Um, and as always, you can message me on TikTok. You can comment on YouTube. I see all that. I've, I've gotten a few comments on that on like YouTube and TikTok, and I, I see them all and I appreciate them. Uh, so yeah, uh, and then obviously subscribe to the YouTube as well. I don't think I said that, but subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, it's the Frivolous Podcast. Again, the the video full video goes up on there the same day as the uh, as the audio goes up on Spotify and all those uh, platforms. And uh, also behind the scenes and stuff like that, and maybe like extras will be will be going up there eventually. Don't know when, but at some point they will be going up there. I promise. Uh, I really appreciate you guys tuning in, and taking the time out of your day, whether you're at the gym or just in the car or just just chilling. I appreciate you guys taking time to listen to it. Uh, it's I'm filming this on Sunday, so Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, and or all you know, Happy Mother's Day to you know everybody that it, all. Oh my God. I am filming this on Sunday, which is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Um, I don't think I have a lot of moms listening to this, but let's just give, I'm just gonna give a general shout out to moms because obviously without moms, none of us would be here. So shout out to the moms. Um, yeah, thank you guys again so much for tuning in and for listening. Um, I'm wishing you guys good mental health and I hope you guys have a good week and we will see you on Wednesday. See ya.